had been gravely disturbed. Harper would need to handle the fresh situation, whatever its shape and greed-powered armament. He saw the possibility of protracted, warring viciousness, conceivably a yardy incursion, and he knew that, a rung above him, Desmond Isles, Assistant Chief Constable Operations, thought the same. Harper considered that one of the most moving, temperate and surprising things about Isles was he did not altogether loathe and despise religion. In fact, he occasionally showed empathy and even a kind of hallowed enthusiasm towards the mystical. This appeared so now in Mansell's case. Generally, Isles wouldn't have much to do with empathy or hallowed enthusiasm, except as a response to his slim-cut trouser legs and his profile from either side. It would be coquettish in me to prefer one to the other, Isles sometimes stated, and Harper considered the case could certainly be argued. Yet, despite this usual prevailing focus on himself, Isles would now and then fabricate something damn close to authentic respect for others' faith and beliefs, totally regardless of what the faith and beliefs were. The complete fucking interdenominational samples book, Cole, as the ACC had once described his helpful come-one-come-all attitude in the theology compartment. He was from a Protestant Northern Irish family, but could put that aside. Am I going to stand between a man and his God, or similarly woman? Isles said. It was the kind of question he liked. No question at all. An announcement, not requiring a damned awkward presumptuous opinion from anyone else, thanks very much, because the only approved reply lay built in to the tone. Although Isles possessed few tones, he screwed his money's worth from the ones he had. But of course, what would worry him was that Mansell's abrupt, permanent and very nearly wholesale switch to the sacred, plus transfer of the corporate management to an imperfectly rehabbed hack underling, could mean weakness, could mean, in fact, a depressingly large and perilous hole in the local mercantile power structure. Isles had helped to build that structure, cherished it. I see myself as very like nature itself, Cole, the ACC had said last week. I've heard several people state this soon after meeting you, often breathlessly, sir. Phrases such as, that Mr. Riles, though, now what is it he reminds me of? What, what, damn it, what, oh, I know, of course, of course, nature. It's not always unfavourable, I think. Which people, Harper? Oh, yeah, several. Which aspects of nature did they list as being apparent in myself? Nature covers quite a variety, sir. That's one of its most famed features. Look almost anywhere and you'll find some aspect, or aspects of nature. Larches, hillocks, and indeed outright hills, floods, zebras, moss, deltas, deserts, hermit crabs, west winds. In what connection, as concerning myself, did they mean it? These were people entitled to hold an opinion. Harper replied, British through and through, and unquestionably schooled in the fundamentals. Often Isles did self-scrutiny. Although others scrutinised him, he preferred his own. Cole, he said, I resemble nature in that I abhor a vacuum. This is a well-known phrase, nature abhors a vacuum, though probably not well known by you. Abhorrings wouldn't be featured in your vocab and ambit. You're glued to the detective chief superintendent perch and don't have to fret about wider matters. But look, Harper, 
You unquestionably have your passable qualities, extremely valid within their limits, yes, within those limits. You are content. Myself, I have to quest, intellectually, some would say recklessly, arrogantly, restlessly roam in a search for mental satisfaction. That's how I am, my psychological brand. Also, however, this brings troublesome, unsparing, ruthlessly thorough insights, and I see that Shale, in his distress, has unfortunately donated us a prime sodding vacuum. Well, not exactly, sir. There has been a neat, well-schemed passing of certain powers. To a nobody, Cole. To an established aid. Established enough to be kept held down at number two until now. That is, Cole, until Mance's brain and judgment had been knocked numb by tragedy and sadness, inevitably affecting his powers of choice. Haste, also, might have been involved. Mance could have been grooming him for a long while. I've heard he didn't want his son in the business.